Hello, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. Welcome to day number two of Revelation Revamp. You guys, I'm really excited about this series. I hope it encourages you guys to look back on your life, how God has been working in your life, and just to take those revelations and apply it to 2020. I just got done looking at my friend's uh, group, Being Eve. She's got an amazing podcast on here. You guys, look her up. You can find her on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And uh, she was just encouraging us ladies to really think about how this is the last month of the decade and how you exit this year will be will determine how you exit or enter into the new year. So you guys, I really want you to start thinking about that too. Um, you know, get, get a bigger perspective on your life. What has the Lord been trying to drill into your brain for the last, you know, 11, 12 months of this year? What have you maybe forgotten? And how are you going to make memory a good servant for you this year coming up in 2020, you guys? So I share these things with you to remind myself and you as well that God is actively alive in our lives. He wants to transform us. And we got to remember the things in the context of our lives that he's been trying to remind us of so we can get to the next level in our life, you guys. He's a good God. He only has good plans for us. But sometimes it takes us a really long time to grab a hold of that, you guys, because the beliefs that we have. And that's the other thing I'm, I'm excited about. I really feel like I'm going to be taking a turn with the podcast, uh, you know, kicking off around, I'm going to say January, February. Let's see, uh, Revelation Revamp will be done, I think, January 16th. So I'm going to maybe say start in February, um, you know, for the, um, uh, sorry, you guys, the life coaching that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to try to walk you guys through the life coaching process through the podcast. Um, typically life coaching is done on a one-on-one basis, but I'm not in the season of my life that I'm in right now. I'm raising my children. I'm homeschooling them. My priorities are my children, my husband, my family, investing in them and doing the, doing those things. So I don't have time to one-on-one coach with people. Um, but if I can turn this podcast into something to where people can benefit from it that way, that would be most amazing, you guys. So, um, you guys, you know, uh, be looking forward to that. I'm going to be taking some time to ask the Lord. Um, once once Revelation Revamp is up, I'm going to be taking about a three-week break to really spend some time with the Lord and ask Him, okay, God, how do you want me to do this? How are we going to um, incorporate the life coaching aspect into the podcast? So um, that's going to be a little bit of a challenge for me, but I think you it'll be a good one, and it'll definitely keep me at this the, this, the throne of grace. And so, you guys, what are the areas in your life where you're at the throne of grace? You know, things that are bigger than you that you're just like, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do about this, but I'm going to trust you to help. You guys, that is definitely a humble position, but God gives grace to the humble. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Thank you guys for everyone who supported this podcast and sponsored the podcast. You guys can even do that yourselves. If you guys want to sponsor the podcast, that is an option that you have here on Anchor. Um, It's pretty, pretty amazing that people can do that. And so if you guys, you know, want to sponsor me, that would be most amazing if that's something that, you know, you feel like is bringing value into your life. Um, you can bring value into my life as well by sponsoring and even just sharing the podcast, you guys, um, rating it on all the iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. You guys, um, that's how this thing's going to grow and it's not going to do it in isolation. So if you guys, if this podcast does add value to you, please share it with your friends, share it on your social media, um, like it, subscribe it, rate it, all that good stuff. You guys, I want to get the, the podcast out there with the, for the rest of the world so they can be changed. And, uh, you know, we all have a level of grace inside of us, you guys. So how God wants to use you to change your life is going to look different how he's doing it with mine. But I, this podcast is about you guys tapping into those things inside of you that keep you from, uh, believing the things that God says about you. But we, we gotta, we gotta learn self-control. We gotta face ourselves, you guys. And that's what this podcast is about is really just about being honest with ourselves 
figuring out the barriers that get in between us and the Lord, you know, barriers in ourselves, barriers with our relationship with God, barriers in how we approach the world and how we see the world and how, you know, we advance ourselves in this world. So you guys, if we can start to face those things head on, you will be absolutely amazed at the progress that God will make in your life if we submit ourselves to him in every single area. And uh, that's why I talk about these four areas a lot too. I don't know how you guys have been doing with, um, you know, maturity. What do you guys think about that? What have you guys been learning about maturity this year? What have you been learning about bonding? What have you been learning about boundaries? And what have you been learning about integrating God's grace into your life? These are the four main areas that God has touched in my life. That's why I share it with you guys. And I'm going to try to take the four main areas. I still want to keep talking about that. And I want to figure out how I'm going to incorporate the life coaching process through that. That's why I need to take some time off you guys, because it's going to be a challenge for me. But I know the Lord will help me because he knows that I want to add value to your guys' lives because of the value he's added to mine. I want to use my life to invest the things he's put inside of me to invest it into the world, you know, for the sake of you guys, um, you know, getting a hold of it and also advancing God's kingdom in your own way with the things that God has given to me, giving it to you and just sort of making, making it come around full circle. So anyway, my friends, so I was, I woke up this morning, you know, I was reading through my old journals and, you know, I was kind of just reflecting on, you know, the different things that I can find myself stressing out about you guys. And, uh, one of the biggest things for me, you guys, is money. I'm not even going to lie. I stress about money. I think I've always stressed about money ever since I was a little kid. That was like one of those big things. If you guys want to know, if you want to know where your beliefs came from about money, just go back, go back in time a little bit. What were the attitudes and beliefs that your family had about it? You guys, um, for me, it was always stressful. Okay. There was never enough money. Um, because my mom, she wasn't the best steward of money. You know, my mom would, get things and do all these kind of things with the money instead of using what what it, what, what it was intended for. And of course, I would stress my dad out. My dad would come home and he's like, um, why do we have brand new furniture, Deborah? Like what's cracking here, right? That money's for the power bill. Well, my mom wanted to go out and get new furniture. She'd go to rent center. Well, okay. It looked nice for like two months until mom didn't make the payment. And you know, old boy had to come and take the couch the stereo system, the coffee table. Like I remember coming home from school and the whole living room was wiped out all of a sudden, right? Like you felt like you were all baller rich and all of a sudden like, wow, we got all this nice crap. Well, mom, mom couldn't pay for it. And all of a sudden rent a center guy comes and gets it like two months later. And uh, now we're back to square one. Right. So, um, you know, growing up in that environment, I never wanted to live like that, you guys. And so, um, you know, anyway, just reflecting on, you know, my struggles, where they came from, uh, the mentality and just asking God to just, you know, give me that grace. I don't know about you guys, but especially around money, especially this time of year, you know, that pressure to, you know, buy gifts and all that kind of things. You guys, I love blessing my children, but Lord Jesus, you know, like, come on, you guys, I got, I got a lot of kids I'm buying for too. So it can be like, Oh my gosh, where are we going to, Oh man, Lord, you know? And so I can feel the pressure of that at times. And, you know, just like, Lord, give me a, give me a buffer. Give me some, you know, emotional barrier, you know, buffer between how I'm feeling and my reality. Right. You know, and cause I'm not lacking anything. You guys We're we have everything we need, you know, we're able to buy some stuff for the kids. I mean, it's not, it's not a big deal. Right. It's just, you know, always wanting to do a little bit more or wanting to be able to do something and not be like, Oh crap. You know, you know, cause you kind of living on, you've got just enough, but um, how do I say this? You guys, you have enough money to cover everything, 
But if you were to go outside of that, you would feel it really, really quickly. Right. And so, um, you know, thank God for his grace in our life, you know, in those areas where it's like, okay, if something happened, I don't know what the heck we're going to do. Right. You know, those big emergencies that you had. I think I shared with you guys on the podcast that weekend my septic just decided to stop working while my husband was out of the country. Um, yeah, that was stressful. And, you know, we didn't have the the money to cover that, you guys. And we got hit pretty hard with this guy. I mean, it was like like a thousand bucks. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. So anyway, you guys, it's just, you know, realizing those kinds of things like, Lord, what if we have, you know, when we have those things we need to take care of, I want to have the resources to be able to do it and not be sweating that you guys know what I mean. And so, um, anyway, you guys I'm here blabbering on about my life, you know, and everything, but I just, I say, I share these things with you guys because I hope you guys can relate to me in that way. You know, I understand what it's like to worry and stress about money and stress about life at times. And I'm just trying to take those things and acknowledge it before the Lord and ask him to help me change my perspective about it as I'm waiting on him, you know, to change those situations for me. Come on, you guys, when you pray to God and you ask him to, to bless you, are you not really asking God to like bless you more financially too? I don't know about you guys, but I am, you know, I asked the Lord, Hey Lord, I need some money like straight up and give me the peace I need while I'm waiting for you to bring the increase. You guys know what I mean? Come on. Um, we can't lie about that either as Christians because, you know, I feel like sometimes, and I'm going on a tangent, you guys, but uh, you hear it all the time in the church. Oh, you know, prosperity gospel and do, 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 do. Are you serious? You mean you tell me y'all don't sit there and ask God to take care of you and bless you, you know, to put you in a better position in life so you can do more, so you can be the head, not the tail. So your kids, you know, so your, your kids can have the mindset that they need to, you know, manage the resources. Now, I understand that certain things we go through is good. You know, like if you grew up in, a, in an environment where there was a lot of lack, like I did, you guys, I shared with you guys just being homeless for a few years with my mom. She didn't pay the bills, right? You know, all these kinds of things. Thank God for grandparents. That's all I can say. My grandma, my grandma saved my butt. My, my stepdad's grandparents saved our butt as kids. You know, thank God for grandparents. My kids' grandparents have saved mine and my husband's butt. I don't know how many times you guys, you know, with, with different things we went through in life. And so, you know, thank God for grandparents, but Lord have mercy. I mean, you guys, I want to be in a position, and I don't know about you guys, to be able to take care of those things, you know, at the same time, you know. And so, um, anyway, you know, when you guys pray and ask God for things, we know, and I don't know about you guys, I'm just being honest, but let's just let's just crack open the can- the conversation. Um, let's not be afraid to acknowledge the things that we're asking for God, you know, even before other people. You know, I used to, you know, kind of keep myself in the dark a little bit. Now, I know there's some certain wisdom that needs to happen because obviously not everybody's on the same page and people can attack you. Heck, I can get attacked for even just doing this podcast, encouraging you guys that, hey, if you guys want to sponsor me, you can financially. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's just doing it for money, right? I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that people can accuse you of out there. But I'm just saying with people that you trust in your life and, and you know, when you're in a relationship with the Lord being real, you know, we got to be honest about the things that we're asking God to do in our life, right? And, you know, I'm asking God to put me in a different position in my life where I can do more in my life, you know, but that's going to take resources, you guys. And everybody knows that. You know that. I know that. And just not being afraid to acknowledge that and not accusing people of, you know, oh, well, you know, you just, you know, prosperity, da, 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 da. Everybody wants to prosper, you guys. And prosper not just financially, but in every area of your life. Come on, you guys. Um, why would, you know, if you are going to prosper financially, but you've got crap relationships with your family, the people that you can enjoy the prosperity with, right? Your husband, your kids, you know, taking care of your responsibilities. If those relationships aren't any good, what good is it? 
right? If you're out of control in so many areas of your life and you got money, that actually might be your downfall. You know, think about all the people out there that got all these crazy addictions and, and, and got all these just unhealthy ways of living and you were to fund that, right? You would, I mean, it's terrible. So obviously, you know, there has to be a certain mindset before God's going to give us more, you know, if we're asking him for certain things, you know, I always remind myself of that scripture, what good is money in the hand of a fool since he desires not wisdom? And so I'm always asking God, Lord, just give me wisdom above everything. You guys, so ask God for wisdom in every area of your life and you guys will see uh, prosperity. You will see progress in every area of your life. If you guys ask God for wisdom, I'm asking him for wisdom in every area of my life because I want to be fully utilized in every area of my life. And so I hope you guys are asking God for the same things. We can't be afraid to ask God for those things. And, uh, you know, we just gotta, you know, just continue on this journey, you guys. So as I was reflecting on all this stuff, I saw this little note in my Bible and I want to share with you really, really quick before I jump into the initial thing of what I want to talk to you guys about. I don't know why I'm sitting here rambling about this, but Hey, it might be relevant. You know, there might be somebody out there who thinks about this kind of stuff too. You know, money's a big deal out there. You guys, if you don't have it, you're pretty much screwed. Right. So, you know, being able to have a healthy relationship with money, um, not being afraid to ask God for certain things. And then at the same time, asking him to give us peace as we wait for him to bless us in those areas of our life that we have no control over. Right. Like you can do everything you can possibly do. Like me and my husband, right. He works his tail off. I'm doing the podcast. I'm going to, you know, try to write books one day. I'm going to try to do everything I can on my side of the equation to advance my family, but I'm not in control of what that's going to look like. Right. I can throw seeds out there. I can ask the Lord and I can do my best. But at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be on the Lord, how he's going to make that happen. So you guys do the work, right? Do the work, ask the Lord to give you the mindset, ask him to show you what you can do right? And do things without feeling under compulsion, right? And then just, and wait on him. And you guys, that's where I'm at in my life. And as I was thinking of that, there's a scripture in Hebrews 13 that I just kind of opened up to you guys. And it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have from the love of money, right? Not loving it so much to where it gets you all disgruntled like it can be at times, you guys, you know, oh Lord, I don't have enough money. I'm stressing out. You guys, I've totally been there. That's why I share it with you. And I'm just trying to you know, encourage you guys too with the things the Lord's encouraging me about. He goes, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere, what can mere, I can't speak you guys. What can mere mortals do to me? Wonderful question. Um, it reminds us that, you know what, God's on the throne at the end of the day and, uh, Lord help me, help me to have, just an attitude of contentment regardless of my circumstances. And we talk about that all the time, you guys. And so here's a little note I want to share with you. For me to accept contentment is not to accept defeat. Contentment is accepting the present peace. And I was like, oh man, Lord, that's such a good thought. I wrote that down. It was such a great reminder for me today. So you guys, contentment is not accepting defeat. It's not, oh, well, I'm just not going to do anything. It's just, it's giving yourself access to the present peace God wants to give you today. Peace is not in a a future circumstance. It's not, oh Lord, when I have more money or, oh Lord, when this happens or, oh Lord, when that happens, the Lord says he'll give us peace that surpasses understanding and he will give us peace, but not as the world gives. A lot of people think that they have to have this or be doing this or be with this person or this or that, right? In order to have peace. But God doesn't think that way, right? Peace is in knowing him, who he is in relationship to us, you know, who he is as far as being the Lord of the universe and having access. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Everything is his walking in that reality of the God that you serve. Right. And, and that type of mentality and the peace that's supposed to give you. So when he, when you realize your lack, when you realize, you know, you need help with this or you don't have that, 
that realization of who God is is supposed to bring the peace that you need right now today because you're only living for today, you guys. And if you don't have peace today, how the heck are you going to work in and walk in the decisions that, you know, you can't make good decisions if you don't have peace, right? You know, we can be manipulated. We can get taken advantage of. So we got to have peace every single day in our hearts and, and the things the Lord's leading us to so we can see clearly, you guys. So we need peace every day. Um, regardless of what's going on. And so that's what I definitely want to share with you guys. And so here's the other thing, right? As we're thinking about who God is and his character to us and how he is with us and how he is the creator of the universe. And you guys, the universe is pretty big, right? You know, my brother-in-law, he put this picture on Facebook. It was really sweet. And it says, you know, don't, it says something like, uh, don't worry about, you know, don't, oh, don't take, don't take things so seriously. You were right here. And I had this picture of the galaxy, right? And this little tiny pinpoint of us right there, right? And I was like, man, what a great perspective. You know, all these things we can get so worried about. But then when we think about, you know, the, the, the earth we live on and how it's set up and how huge it is, it's like, okay, wait a second. You know what? Lord, your mind is so much bigger than mine. And I can rest in that today. And realizing that, you know, God wants to work in us. He wants to give us peace. And so this is going to lead into the revelation. You guys, I know it's taken 17 minutes, but I hope you guys are still with me making it this far. Um, that God wants to work on the inside of us. You know, everybody's always looking for God on the outside, right? Where is God? If God was so good, why is this happening? Okay. Number one, it's really hard to find God when you're living in a world that has a knowledge of evil, right? We, like my husband was telling us a couple weeks ago on a Sunday, we were not created to handle the knowledge of evil. That was never God's intention. Okay. But now we have it. Now you have it. What do you, how does that impact you? And what do you need now that you have the knowledge of evil? That's going to help be a buffer between you and evil that you see. So it doesn't take you out on the inside and rob and steal and destroy right? The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So do you have the buffer that God has given between the evil that you see and how it impacts you on the inside, right? And we talked about that on another podcast. Um, it actually just released today. Matter of fact, um, as you guys know, this podcast is three weeks in advance. So by the time you guys hear this one, it'll be December 31st, New Year's Eve, you guys. Uh, this one released today, December 10th, and it was talking about uh, bonding, how that impacts us. Oh, it's going to be the one that releases tomorrow. So that would be December 11th. And it's the episode boundaries. You know, do you have a buffer between not just boundaries with people, but boundaries within yourself and in relationship between the circumstances that happen outside of you, you guys, that is really, really important. And God's grace, excuse me, you guys. Oh my gosh. God's grace is the buffer for that. Okay. You need God's grace as the buffer as you see the evil that's going on and you realize the things inside of yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sneezing like crazy, you guys. Excuse me. And as you realize these things inside yourself that need God's grace, because as you become more aware of evil, you feel a certain way. You feel shame, condemnation, you know, isolation, fear, right? You've got to have a buffer that's going to help you while you feel those emotions, which is God's grace so powerful, you guys. And he wants to have that inside of our hearts. So check this out. I was looking back at my old notes and this was in first Corinthians one It says for since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. Right. So the world's wisdom doesn't see God in their mind. Like God ain't here. Right. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom. 
but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Right? So you guys, isn't that amazing? You know, Christ crucified. He's the one we preach foolishness to the world, foolishness to everybody else, but life to us. Why is that you guys? Well, let's go back. Let's ask the question. What did Christ come to do? What was his function when he came here? You guys, I'll give you a second. Wait for it. Okay, here we go. Die for sins. Everybody knows that, right? That's a Sunday school answer. But where does he want to dwell? When Jesus said, don't look for the kingdom outside, what did he say? Look for it inside. That's where the kingdom of heaven is. Why is that? Where does the Holy Spirit dwell? The Holy Spirit dwells on the outside of you only because it's supposed to be in the heart of the believer that you're fellowshipping with, right? So, he wants to dwell in your heart. And what's in your heart, yo? Oh, snap. Ashley, you're going there. Yes, I'm going there because that's where God's supposed to dwell. That is where the life is supposed to be. That's where we're supposed to get true peace, regardless of circumstances, you guys. I want to learn to live from the inside out. Not let the things I see or hear or do, whatever, control my peace. You guys, I'm serious. That's where I'm headed. And that's where I want you guys to go. And that's why I'm really excited about this life coaching course that I'm going to attempt to articulate to you through words on the podcast. You guys can learn how to do this too. That's the goal of, you know, the, the podcast in 2020. It's you guys to get to that point to live from the inside out. Anyway, let's go back. What is in your heart? Some you got memories, pain, hurt, love, needs, all these things that are inside of you. All right. Now, who are the people that demand a sign, right? People demand a sign outside of us. All right. Now, let's talk about wisdom. What is wisdom? True wisdom is only from God because he's all-knowing all the time. He isn't limited like we are. Our brains can only process so much at once. God's mind is all the time, all at once, sees everything, understands everything, right? So, and maybe we say we look for a sign because we don't believe that a God that is, you know, could love people like us, the things that we see, right? You know, we like to judge or think that, oh, God's only going to love me if I do this or think this, right? You don't think God loves you when the memories that hurt you get revealed, right? You start to go into isolation and fear mode, you know? So anyway, I digress as usual, you guys. So demanding a sign, knowing who God is. So the only place we are to demand a sign or get wisdom is our heart. But in order to do that, you can't deny reality, okay? So reality is God himself. He's the only true reality there is, right? God is truth. And to know the reality of God, you've got to first understand the reality of yourself. So let's ask some questions, you guys. Do you have pain? Do you hide from love? Have you ever felt shame? Have you ever experienced fear? Have you ever blamed, been blamed, or are currently blaming someone or something in your life? In order to see God, you've got to establish the reality and um, the operating of the fall in your life. For that is what for that is where you will see a sign and acquire the wisdom of God. Okay? Signs and wonders are great when used in uh, used in the proper context. 
right? What's the, what's the context that these signs and wonders should be done? Should it be to validate that God is true or, uh, Oh, I'll believe God if I see, or should you be seeing God inside your own heart? Because that's where he dwells anyway. Do you guys get what I'm trying to say here? I hope so. God knows some, um, are visual learners. Some need to understand for wisdom. Okay. And we're called to ask for wisdom, you guys, but not apart from the reality of your life and who you are, right? Have you, you guys ever try to apply knowledge and do these things in your life without acknowledging the things inside yourself that keep you from that revelation? You know how some people out there are doing things that you're not doing and you're like, oh man, that's cool. I'm glad they can do it. I can't. Well, why can't you do it? What are you telling yourself? What are you believing about yourself? Right? So really the problem is what you're thinking on the inside. Right. So we got to look for God on the inside and let him love those limited places of ourselves where we cut him off, cut other people off, cut ourselves off. All right. A lot of people still live like Adam. They sinned and hide because of shame and hide. (laughs) Hid. Sorry, you guys. I really can't speak. (laughs) They sinned and hid because of shame and fear. And as you should. Right. There are boundaries that have to be that have been crossed. Okay. Have you ever been told something, crossed the boundary, and then were filled with shame and fear? That is natural. How do you know when you have hurt love or when your love has been hurt? You've got to have emotions that indicate and communicate to you when you're out of that, right? When you're out of love. Okay. So anyway, you guys, We just got to remember seeing a sign, okay, outside of yourself, sometimes that can be unrelated to the truth in the context of your life, right? You you need to see God that's relevant to you in your life. So you guys, the biggest revelation I've had in February, 2020 was the truth is in us. The truth of who we are, whether we like it or not, that is how we're going to see God is facing the truth of ourselves. The truth is in us the truth of what's keeping us from God and others and and our true potentials in us, the the memories, the pain, the things that we believe because of the experiences we've had, that's really the truth of what's formed you. And God's grace is able to cover all of that, right? God's grace and his love will cover all those cracks, right? He will reveal to you what led to you believing certain things so you can move forward in your life and make progress. That's what life's about. You guys, I hope you are looking forward to the new year You know, I am, I'm asking God for big things in my life. You guys, I hope you guys are too, right? I, I totally encourage you guys to pray really big with God and ask yourself, if you're not praying big prayers for God, why you, what are you believing about God or yourself that's keeping you from asking God for everything in your life? You know, what, what are the big mountains in your life? What are the big hurts in your heart? You think you'll never get over, you know, ask yourself the question. Um, and you guys, I don't know. There's so much to talk about, but I'm just going to stop right here. I think I've shared enough for the day. It's been 27 minutes into the podcast. I hope you guys are still with me. Um, you guys take some time. Ask your, ask God today, Lord, how are you in me? The truth is in me, Lord. What truth is in me? What, what, what reality am I living by that's keeping me in fear and shame and condemnation? How do I get out from underneath of that? God, how do I integrate your grace into my life? with the knowledge of the truth of me at times, you guys. And that's hard. That'll humble, that will humble you. You know, it really will. But God gives grace to the humble. So we have nothing to fear. 
There's no fear in love. There's no God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, sound mind. We can have a sound mind in Christ in every single area of our life. Every area of your life, you guys. It's amazing. So I love you guys. Um, thank you for you know hanging out with me today. I hope this podcast encouraged you. Um, I'm gonna pray that you know God will give you guys the courage you guys need to live from the inside out. And I look forward to kind of sharing that with you guys more and more next year and and really what it means to do that. How, what, what steps are we going to take? But tomorrow, you guys, I'm going to be sharing with you sort of my biggest revelation in March. I don't know what it is because I haven't read it yet. But I encourage you guys to start keeping track of the progress in your life. Start writing things down. You know what I mean? Aren't you guys glad that people learned how to write so they could put their revelation on paper? So now we have a Bible to read, right? Start, start writing your own book, so to speak, about God working in your life. He's the same God that helped them write the Bible. He's the same God right in your life today. Okay, so take a step, write some stuff down, start asking God these questions. He's very, very real to you and in you if you allow this process of, you know, him uncovering those things about yourself. So anyway, I love you guys. Hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to share, support the podcast, you guys. I want this to bless people all around the world, but I need you guys' help. So please help in this area. Thank you guys for your support, and I will see you tomorrow.